0: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Music City Drive-In brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, we are going to break down 2020. Um, it was a very eventful year, I guess the word would be. Um, as I sit here on my phone, <laughs> doing the show, <laughs> 2021 is <laughs> is off to a roaring greatness. Um, as always, I am joined by my partner here, Jacob. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing good. I'm actually on a computer so probably doing a little (laughs) better than you right now
0: (laughs) i mean it's what it is (laughs) kenzie how are you today i'm good
2: i'm not ready for real life starting tomorrow but i'm good
0: yeah me neither also joining us this week i love the name goodbye 2020 from the fantasy football round table mr matthew fox how are you sir
3: well i was doing better before i watched uh... The last quarter no. for Denver, Denver's defense. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Um, well, to be honest with you, aren't you kind of happy they lost just because of the draft positioning a little bit? No. <laughs> 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 At least you're honest about it. No worries. Uh, also joining us, obviously, this week, Mr. Eric Langford. How are you, bud?
4: I'm all right. Surviving. Surviving.
3: That sounds sad. <laughs> Sorry. I'm <laughs> all <right>, surviving. 24 minutes when I didn't survive. want
0: everyone. Okay, you didn't want to expand upon that. Okay, got you. All right, perfect. Wait, wait, you.
2: wait. Eric has something really important to say to no, Ricky. No, I
4: don't. I don't want it. This wasn't my <laughs> idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, he was,
4: you were talking it up before it started. Yeah. I was not.
2: Yeah, when Ricky, Ricky wasn't, wasn't around, around, we were <laughs> like... <laughs>
4: <laughs> experiencing right now. As long as I can meet my power bill. Maybe Ricky can
0: do. The all right. Okay, all right. So basically, all right, we'll transition into what we're gonna talk about today, I guess. That was very uh, I don't know, that was very Eric-ish.
4: It's really um, bad, because now that I realize that all these categories were supposed to be from 2020, I'm so woefully underprepared that it's going to be like
3: a... Wait, What year did you think we were? <laughs> it's because the best we 2020.
4: Were, uh, I just... My I favorite just, album like, of all time.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
4: All time? Yeah. Then my answers are well, very sometimes. different. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: Like, for, for TV, I kind of figure... Because in TV, you say new... And then you say like season and episodes. So I figured. Of the, that year. Minutes, <laughs> of the year. I know.
3: Oh. I'm pretty know. sure the instructions said we're recapping. But so, like, <laughs> the newest of
4: late 2020 and then all of 2020? That's not how it read in my head. It was like. Of the year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the best of 2020 episode. Oh, right.
2: Eric has to hop off to redo some answers. (laughs) Oh no, I'm working on it. I got
4: it, I got
0: you. (laughs) What categories do you have are you set on? We'll start with those ones at some point. No, 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 no. you just do you do you all. He's like moment of 2020 is the only
2: category.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is your favorite Uh, TV show the OC? If it is, then we'll let that slide, obviously, because that's a cheap plug.
4: But basically for a lot of these, are we doing like the voting thing like we normally do for the Oscars? No, it's just we're just we saying what we like yeah then yeah. i'll be all we you're right.
3: celebrating the year some yes. of us celebrating 2020 some of us, <laughs> some of us are celebrating <laughs> other years in the world. some
0: of us are celebrating 1996 i mean it is what it is yeah. hey
3: favorite album jagged little pill
0: <laughs> that was good Oh man, this is starting off to, 2021 is starting off really awesome for Eric Langford on the Music series. It really is. Do you have something later for the Eric's Corner? Like, I mean, we know that's a thing too.
3: Oh Lord, no. No, no, no. (laughs) How do you not have Eric's Corner for a whole year? That's why he's in his favorite of 1996.
0: (laughs) That's what we can do. Yes, no, no, wait, time out. You're not allowed to erase what you've been writing. (laughs) At the end of the episode, you have to literally tell us everything (laughs) you had down. That's and
4: I'm the Eric's only one. On. Oh yes. gosh! That's, that's
0: what Eric's corner is going to be when we're done. This is fantastic. This is already this is the best episode of the year, guys. Um, all right, <laughs> so let's. Yeah, you got the you got the dad joke. All right, guys, let's kick it off. As what I was going to say was, we were going to recap the year of 2020. Um, we're going to talk about music, TV, sports, movies, all of them. Our favorite moments of 2020. Is what we're going to talk about on this episode. And we're going to kick it off in, uh, let's just kick it off with music. Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. And Kenzie, I'll let you start off with your favorite wow. album. Look, this so
2: hard. Ooh, I get to go first. I, oh I'm sure God. everyone has the same album as me. Um, the best pop album released in 2020 was not Lady Gaga. Um, sorry. It was Dua Lipa, Future Nostalgia. Every single song is a single.
0: I don't even know what that is. It's great. It's great. I will take your word for it. Clearly not a pop podcast. (laughs) Actually, mine's a pop album, so there's that. All right. uh, Matthew Fox, favorite album of the year.
2: He's probably so stressed that I Uh, took his pick.
3: Well, as we discussed in the chat, (laughs) <laughs> bringing bringing the older demographic, when I'm in the car, I listen to NFL talk radio, or for the last two months, it's been Christmas classics. Yes. Um, so I've decided to yield my time to Kinsey for her running out. <sighs> <sighs>
2: Chromatica uh, by Lady Gaga. Oh, come God. on, come on, come on. Thank you, Matthew Fox, for this beautiful moment. <sighs>
0: Not every song
1: is like a single, it. though. Like All right, Jacob, favorite album of the year. Um, I'm going to go, honestly, just because I wasn't expecting it, I'm going to go Miley Cyrus, Plastic Hearts.
2: Yay. Yeah,
1: it's That's something I was expecting from Miley, and I think it's the best sound she's ever had, and I love every single song on it, even the live ones.
2: Especially the live ones. This is such a pop girl podcast now. Aaron
0: Lankford.
2: No (laughs) pressure. Lionel
4: Richie, hello. No, I wanted to um, plug GQ from Rizzle's album um, and my favorite song from that album because that had to have come out in 2020, and so I would do that, but Google Play suddenly doesn't exist, and I have to log in (laughs) to the thing, and I can't remember my number and all that, so this is awful um so as soon as i get this under control my answer all right
0: so i'll skip you for right now and i'll just say my favorite album of the year my favorite album of the year is am i drowning or just learning to swim it was by maggie miles she's an independent artist um um, it's popish, yeah it's a fantastic album i love it so much it's my favorite it's my favorite album of the year, hands down, and it's probably the only new album I listen to this year because I don't really listen to music. So there's that. Well, what is, what I is this podcast? To music, like, two uh,
2: people like, that don't listen to music.
0: I I do but, listen to music. I just listened to no music after twenty two thousand because nothing really has good come out since then, except for like you know the, sl- the Stars' contract.
2: Slave, slave for you came out in two thousand one, so I resent that comment.
0: I <laughs> knew I was going to get corrected here. Um, Langford, are you ready yet? Just about, thank you.
4: All anyway, right.
2: um, Anyway, so I do cool. agree with Jacob's pick.
1: Thank you, thank you. That never, happens. I,
2: that never happens, but
1: uh, it here
0: doesn't. We are. I mean, he, you know, it is what it is. Oh. All right, we'll, we'll get back to we'll, like, we'll let Langford pick twice whenever it hits his turn because we'll go on to favorite song of 2020. Mine's "Exile" by Taylor Swift. I love that song so much. About four point three million times. Okay. I'm, glad, I'm glad. So you said it's it. so. I love Taylor Swift. She's great live. Um, Kendall. you
2: love Taylor Swift, but there
0: were two Taylor Swift albums. <laughs> I it, I
1: know. it was so hard for me to not yeah, pick one. And of them.
0: i I'd rather give some. Lo- I'd rather give some love to some independent artists. You know what I mean? For my favorite albums. Um, my favorite song is from
2: Jacob's favorite album. Yes. I'm gonna go with the best duet on the album, Night Crawling, featuring Billy Idol because it's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Love it. Love to hear it.
3: Is that am I supposed to go now? Yes, Mist- yes. So, I I looked it up and it said this song actually does qualify or it was on the billboard chart for 2020 is before you go by Lewis Capaldi.
1: Yes. Oh my God. This is my favorite I've ever. My, met. I've my wife liked
3: really liked it. You know, we went and found it. I think they sang it on the mass singer is where I first heard it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love
1: that.
2: Nobody wants to shout out Wendy Williams on the mass singer with her beautiful song.
1: I don't. I, I've watched one Mass Singer. I can't yeah. do it. Um. So I guess it's my turn. Um. I favorite, favorite song of the year. Oh. Um. I'm gonna go. Good news, Mac Miller. Um. Just because of what it is, really.
2: Okay, Eric. No pressure, but you got to uh-huh. go. Favorite album and favorite song. It's
4: it,
1: I can gonna, ramble I, if, you're I still, can. if you're still. If you're still. Yeah.
4: I don't think I'm going to. I'm. I'm looking at the guy's YouTube channel as an account. I'm looking all this stuff, <laughs> up, and it's
1: just not. Uh, he's he's pulling up top top 100 songs of 2020.
4: No, it's. Uh, I can go ahead and plug. Well, they don't put up the video anyways. But uh, his name is GQ of okay. a group called Those People. Um, and he released his own album, and so I got it on. Google Play Music, and uh, when you oh, that was he shows us his bacon. Google Play Music. is no longer available.
2: Oh, 2021 surprise right there.
4: Yeah, so I don't have access to it anymore. It's gonna take quote unquote hours to transfer to a YouTube, transfer to YouTube Music. So that's wow. it. I got nothing.
0: <laughs> okay all right Um, uh, let's transition into the television world okay um let's lankford are you prepared for television sure yep <laughs> the confidence level is oozing from you in this week's episode here all right so what is your favorite new tv show uh was love lovecraft,
4: lovecraft country that that's mine <laughs> Do you want it? Because I'll go haunting a blind manor. Like, because I can Ooh. name more episodes of that. So, I'll go haunting a blind manor.
0: Love it. All right. Favorite new show, uh,
1: Jacob. Oh, we're going up now. Dang it. Um... <laughs> okay, so
2: <laughs> everyone's so prepared. It's.
1: I'm prepared. I just I didn't. I thought new show, I I pulled it, Eric. I thought new show was like something you discovered. And I, I was like, crap, now it probably has to be a 2020 release. You went
2: to 2020,
3: what?
1: Well, it's, I like this, like favorite new, like for like, me.
3: Much like 2020 itself, apparently the instructions for this week were confusing and disappointing.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, The Queen's Gambit. That's a good one. Good job. Mr. Fox.
3: There's only one right answer and it's Ted Lasso.
1: God, I, I just it.
0: started that. I just started. I'm two episodes in. I was going to keep watching it and binge it in like two days, but then I don't have internet. So there's that. So. <laughs>
3: it it was not only my favorite new show, it was my favorite show of the year, bar none. And it was such a surprise because I read the description about a Midwestern American college football coach goes to coach a premier league soccer team in England, despite knowing nothing about the game. And I was like, no, what? <laughs> what fresh hell is this and you watch the pilot and it's like oh my god so good i want to watch it so good it's on apple tv plus they had an incredible 2020
0: i agree uh kenzie Uh, no surprise
2: since i stole eric's answer um lovecraft country it's so good please watch it if you haven't watched it
0: Uh, i have not watched it it's on my list to eventually do it sometime um, I'm going to go favorite new show is going to be flight attendant for me. Um, it. I feel the same way that um, Fox did about Ted Lasso. I thought I was going to hate it. It got recommended by several different people. And yeah, I love it. It's a fantastic show. Um, all right. Now we can do favorite season of a show that came out. It the, the show didn't have to come out in 2020. It could have been a new season of a show. So, um, Kenzie, you can go first.
2: This is my time to shine. The Crown season four yeah. is the best we thing nothing that nothing
0: else gonna be
2: Literally nothing, ha- I don't think anything as good as this show came out, even movie wise in 2020. It's so good, please watch it, please watch it. Not just because of Princess Diana, I just wanna iterate because of Margaret Thatcher, which I never thought I would say, but Gillian Anderson's just so next level. I don't know why people gave Meryl Streep an Oscar for Margaret Thatcher when we would witness Gillian Anderson's Margaret Thatcher.
3: Mr. Fox. So obviously I shared, I liked, Ted Lasso, so you should check that out, and if you watched uh, me and Matt Bruning on Thursdays, uh, November and December, you would know uh, our 30-minute per, per uh, fantasy football episode, Love Affair with the Mandalorian, mm. um, but I'm going to go, I, this summer, uh, you know, the the spring in April, you know, when everything was locked down and it was kind of depressing, ESPN uh, launched The Last Dance, which was a 10-part documentary on the Chicago Bulls, and it was incredible for those, you know, five weekends, the interviews, uh, the memes, we never thought we'd replace crying Jordan meme, but Jordan made memes that topped the crying Jordan meme. Uh, just reliving that, looking at the culture of the interviews, uh, seeing Barack Obama pop up and it just says Chicago sports fan. That's his <laughs> so title. Good. It was just so great. Um, and it was just such a fun experience during a time that was, that was crazy where you felt like you didn't have an anchor where everything was closed down. Um, So I'll probably always remember it for that.
2: It's on Netflix if anybody hasn't seen it. So it's totally worth watching. And
3: on ESPN Plus if you have that. I have not Um, seen
0: it yet, so.
3: It's so good.
1: I've seen a few. Um, Okay, so I was going to go Season 6 of BoJack Horseman But half of it was released in 2019 So to stick with the theme I'm going to go Sex Education Season 2 Space uh, Force Oh wait, I'm sorry Absolutely I'm sorry. not No, um, I'm going Sex
3: Education How, many, how many people on here actually finished Space Force? I'm going to say I've, I made it to them. I did For reasons yeah, I passing did. understanding.
2: Exactly. I didn't watch any of it
3: yeah,
1: You're fine You didn't miss anything No, not at all
0: <laughs> Oh, no Jacob, you lie. Your favorite show of the years was Hoops.
1: No, not that either. Although, Hoops and Queen's Gambit, both uh, both placed in Kentucky. So, and that's
3: the only thing they uh, have in common.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, but no, I'm going <laughs> Sex Education Season 2. Uh, if you've watched it, the intro to the whole season is incredible. And um, it's one of the best seasons of TV I've seen, at least in a long time. I love it.
0: Mr. Langford.
4: Yep. It would have to be, I'm trying to look at the name. There was an anime on Netflix uh, about people who are part animal and part humans. Uh, I think it's BNA, brand new animal. What? I don't want (laughs) anything. At least not in 2020, I didn't, so.
2: What's your favorite
0: old
4: TV show you watched in 2020? Okay, oh, old TV show that I watched in 2020.
0: Yeah, uh, that's gonna be in Lightford's corner probably.
4: <laughs> so he hasn't but, been able to answer. If one you thing. want me to list that stuff in Eric's corner, then I I can wait and do that. But yeah, was there a yeah. new season of Barry this year? Because it'll oh, probably no. have been no, that. Nope. Nope.
1: Nope. Nope. No, yeah. no. I can Uh tell you that much. You know what I'll tell you? Uh, I'll I'll tell
4: you. Okay. My favorite thing out of what I watched, I hated, and it was Dracula from BBC.
2: (laughs) I liked it.
3: That sucks so much.
2: (laughs) It was so, like, not good, but good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had fun watching it. Also, I think it was one of the first things I watched, like, after the shutdown.
4: It's like the first episode was one thing, and by the time you got through the third episode, you realized the whole point they were trying to build up to, and how frustratingly incompetent they did building up to that point. And it's like, I haven't really thought of Dracula in that way before. Like, the reason why he would be, you know, afraid of that icon that I don't want to spoil for anyone who cares. But, damn, did they screw it up. But anyways, whatever. (laughs) Whatever.
0: All right, moving on to my favorite season of a show was Ozark Season 3. Yeah. Um, I think that this is going to go down as one of the best shows of all time at some point. Whenever it is done, I'm glad they're ending it after Season 4. Um, yeah, I love Ozarks. Tom Pelphrey gave one of the best performances of anything this year, not just... Movie television, it doesn't matter, and then he wasn't even nominated, which is a joke. But, so um, good. which will transition Wait, to my I favorite. Didn't realize
2: it was which the year transition... of him, it was his year. Mm-hmm. Make Ozark. Wow,
4: whose
2: yeah. year?
0: Tom Pelfrey. Oh, Tom Pelfrey. I think it was
3: a was lot of people. there a...
0: oh. Charles Dance, it was Pete Davidson's year. Um. Pete Davidson. All right, transitioning <laughs> over to the favorite TV episode. I'm just going to pick mine right off the back because it's going to follow suit with uh, my favorite season of a show from this year and that is season 3, episode 9 of Ozarks. Um, it was by far some of the best. There's like a 30-minute stretch by Tom Delfree in that episode that's just heartbreaking. So good. All right, Kenzie, you're next.
2: Um, Well, shocking, no one, no one. I'm gonna go, this was actually really hard for me to pick an episode of The Crown season four, but I went with episode two, The Balmoral Test. It was perfect editing, perfect writing. It was a really great setup to Margaret Thatcher and Princess Diana. It was just beautiful television. Um. Jacob's next I don't know
1: now the camera Is all weird okay um, I'll go next um, so With my episode actually I'm gonna go Bojack Horseman and I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, The second half Of season six that was in 2020 And I'm gonna go the view from Halfway down um, Probably one of the Darkest episodes Of TV I've ever seen But it's just it hasn't Left my mind ever since I've seen it
3: I'll go next. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Season 2, Episode 8 of The Mandalorian, The Rescue. Um, An incredible action sequence uh, to close that up. Um, I think they did an incredible job of fan service. I'm not really going to give it away if you haven't seen it, but um, if you were not a fan of the sequel trilogy, you might be really excited with what they did uh, to Wrap up the season of the Mandalorian, and it, you know, you go from this highest of highs with the action and, and everything, to uh, an incredibly emotional uh, sequence between um, Mando and little baby Yoda um, to end it. It was incredible, and it's good that it was because it's going to have to tide fans over until twenty twenty two because they announced Mandalorians are not coming back this year. Um, is
2: his, baby Yoda is his son?
3: If you haven't seen the show, it's hard to describe it, but he basically found him. And at the end of the first season, um, the lady who's the leader of his order says you will be as a father to him until you complete the quest. I've um, really seen their bond growing yeah. uh, quite a bit. And through the second season, you see their bond grow uh, an incredible amount. I mean, I watched with, uh, four coworkers, all males, on on Monday at our at our lunchtime. Uh, almost all are all of us are over thirty. All of us a little
1: dusty at the end.
2: <laughs> I love that.
1: Who's next? Eric? I think Eric. Eric's next.
4: And just because you said Mandalorian, which I should have remembered when I was listing those. I uh, just realized that uh, Rick and Morty season four, part two came out this year, which means that I don't know the title of the episode, but it's episode six is uh, the anthology train episode where uh, they go meta to the point of not being able to follow it, but I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just like plot threads and they do this, the joke about it being a sales pitch, like buy the train, just buy it.
2: Like I love that
0: whole bit. Love it. I like it. <laughs> uh, let's transition to favorite oh, sports man. moment before we dive into. <laughs> this is a disaster. Favorite sports moment. No, it's uh, not. Um, it's uh, great. Let's see. Here. I obviously my favorite sports moment did sports moment was the variety of interesting ones on the year, but my favorite sports moment obviously was the Lakers winning the championship. Period. That was this year. Um, I love LeBron. Yeah. Always love LeBron. So, so. That's no, crazy. it wasn't this uh, year. Kenzie,
2: favorite sports moment. Year. Uh, so uh, oh, continuing. This is
1: this is Kenzie's moment.
2: Yeah, I only have moments. Okay. Um. So on the crown, I'm serious. There was a verbal brawl, which was a like brutal battle of sports with words between prince charles and princess diana um if you see it you will agree with me it is a sports moment because what a game um princess diana comes out on top as we all know but but it's a true sports moment thank you thank you
0: so I, me, I like, before quick, real quick, I would like to mention I completely forgot I completely forgot that I even went to the Senior Bowl this year, so that could have been my favorite. That's what. That's why I was so confused
1: that that wasn't what you said. Go ahead. Um, I, was, I was like very. I was like okay, like I didn't know you yeah, had ties with the Lakers. <laughs> um, so mine,
3: I'm not going with like a favorite moment, but to me, it was the most uh, memorable thing, um, which is. The Lakers' uh, first game in tribute after Kobe Bryant's passing. Um, I grew up in L.A. The Lakers are the only L.A. franchise that was my absolute favorite. I was actually in LAX the morning that his plane went down, seeing that news while waiting to go on a flight. You know, talking with all my all my friends. He had such an incredible impact. You know, my formative years watching him and watching that game and those. Tributes and those speeches um, from LeBron and some of the other players, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, um, that was probably the most memorable. You know, this was a year where we had sports completely get wiped out for a long stretch of time, which was weird. A lot of seasons kind of tripped up because of the virus. So that was probably my most memorable sports thing, especially since Denver sucked this year.
2: I like that. I went with a huge joke and Matthew Fox was like, well, this really somber thing. Oh, I,
1: mine's about to be somber. So. <laughs> These are going to be really
4: weird answers.
1: <laughs> yeah, mine's about to be sad too. Um. So, yeah. So for me, um, I don't – I guess probably none of you guys know. Kentucky had a football coach who's been battling cancer for two years now. And he played at Kentucky back in the day. And they beat Tennessee – He got the game ball, and then he passed away, I think, two days later, which if you know a lot about college football, Kentucky doesn't beat Tennessee at Tennessee. And having that be his final game um, in such a big win and such a big moment, uh, for me, that was just – that just was one of those things that made me proud to be a Kentucky fan because at the same time with that, he was also helping one of the players who was battling cancer at the same time. Um, And so, yeah. Uh, I had, I had an old coach of mine who had the same type of things. So that was just very emotional and um, kind of memorable for me. That's sad. Mm-hmm. So
4: having watched literally not a frame an image of any sporting event of any kind the entirety of the year. Uh, my favorite sports moment was uh seeing Jacob and Ricky get hyped up about the draft early in the year and like them kind of chatting about it and getting into it and doing that whole thing. I was like, ha ha, all
1: <laughs> right, I'll take it, I'll take me being in the best sports moment. It's
4: too bad, um, Ricky's not on here.
1: So I guess I'll take over. Um, I mean, what? Nobody can see this. Never mind. All right. Okay. Hey,
3: look, you call his name and he returns.
0: <laughs> yeah, I said it three times. There we go. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's very sweet of you. Mm. This is a disaster. As you can see, I changed my name on the bottom now, too. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Uh, most used streaming platform. Um, Jacob, go first. Um. So I'm I'm going to go Netflix, but I know that that's going to change to HBO Max just because I got HBO Max so much later in the year last year. Um, but Netflix still was king for me last year.
4: Eric, Netflix for movies, Hulu for TV. Mm.
1: See, I love Hulu for TV. I just hate their interface so much that it is so jarring for me to get through it.
2: I agree.
3: Yep. Fox, the guess, guess they're never going to sponsor the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I probably use all the streaming platforms equally as my wife uh, laments. We subscribed, or I have subscribed to everything. So I'm just going to say the one I thought had the best overall quality of originals was Apple TV+. Plus. They had some incredible... Uh, and they were under the radar a lot. They had some incredible original shows, some incredible movies and documentaries that I really liked. So I thought it was a great year for them.
2: I won't lie. I got rid of Apple TV after. Um, what the hell? <laughs> I got rid of Apple TV plus after On the Rock. <laughs> okay. I mean, I want it back, but like, I'll wait for the morning show season two to be like completely out. Your, I use yeah. I used HBO Max far more than anything ever. I rewatched The Wire. Yeah, I'm rewatching. The I'm rewatching The Sopranos. I've watched every movie available. I just I love HBO Max. The Turner Classic Movie section is my favorite.
1: Yep. It's so
2: great. Going through that. I love
4: it. So um,
3: Unfortunately, they only made HBO Max available on Roku right before Thanksgiving.
4: Yeah. Hey, since everything on HBO Max became available in 2020, does that technically mean we can count anything as a No. (laughs) No.
1: No.
4: Ricky, what was yours?
2: Your favorite or most used streaming platform.
0: Um, as I would say, obviously, I think I use My most use is probably going to be Netflix just because that's where a lot of my screeners come from. You know what I mean? We see a lot of stuff on there. My favorite, obviously, was probably HBO Max because it brought the OC back into this world and it jump-started a podcast. So there's that. Um, so for me, that's one of those things. Um, yeah. God, this is going to be fun editing it later. Yeah. Um, Let's go ahead and transition over to movies. Um, favorite movie watching experience? Langford, your first.
4: Hot Rod Watch Party.
1: Oh, I like that.
4: <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Um, I have oh. like a rankings of the watch parties that were like the yeah. best experiences I had. Next up was Twilight, because I guess yes. gonna be a little bit more. Irishman just because that was the first one I joined and I'd never done anything like yeah. any kind of platform or anything. Mm-hmm. So that was like
1: oh they're letting me in, you know.
4: <laughs> and then Swiss Army Man where everyone got to be like the most pretentious in <laughs> the best way.
2: Yeah. That's so funny. Um, so-
4: oh. Who's
0: next? Oh. Jacob.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm next um I'm gonna go this is gonna be a very unpopular pick I'm gonna go I'm thinking of ending things because I thought it was gonna be I mean I know I know Charlie Kaufman but I thought I was just gonna watch it and then go <laughs> straight to, to go. work and be okay and I watched it and I remember watching it with my roommate and it's like right at the end when everything goes silent I kind of sat there and I was like fully dressed in my uniform and everything I said well, I think I'm going to go to work now and just got up and left. And so it was fun after the fact, but during it, I was like, I don't know what to think or how to feel or anything like that. But I love it. My number one of the year. If you go check out. I support you.
2: Okay. I hope Matthew Fox's number one experience of the year is a good movie. Um, Do tell. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so uh one of my favorite things when theaters were uh, back open this year was cinemark did these private watch parties where for a hundred bucks you could rent and invite 20 of your friends we did it a couple of times but my favorite one was the beginning of november we did elf um you know we brought our snacks in um just a bunch of friends had the theater all to ourselves doing a screening of elf singing along everybody wore stupid christmas shirts and outfits um you know, it was just a, it was a fun time.
2: That's so fun. My favorite was at home, but it was my second watch of Promising Young Woman. Watching my husband during the end. Uh, I don't enjoy being one of those people that like watches someone, but I, he, he actually liked the movie. Was like. Eh. So I had to watch him watch the end, and that was my favorite. And that was the last movie I watched in 2020. So
1: I can tell you my least favorite experience was getting also, invited to go see uh,
2: I'm thinking of anything. <laughs> uh
1: getting invited to go see a quiet place and then having the shutdown be the day before we got to see it. And now a quiet place is pushed back about a year and a half. Ricky will know if he was joined in. But yeah, we had this, we had the invite and everything. It was uh, March 16th, the night of March 16th. And then March 15th, they were like, hey, we're not doing it. March 16th is when everything shut down. And so that's, that's probably my least favorite experience of the year. So
4: many mixed feelings about movies we didn't end up watching this year.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs>
2: Ricky,
4: what was your favorite movie? Or <laughs> Ricky, movie? I'm so sorry, but your tagline just says yep. "I'm thinking of ending things." Dot dot dot. It doesn't. It doesn't finish your sentence.
3: No, that might be the end. <laughs> my, yeah. My <laughs> <favorite> <laughs> oh
0: yeah. yeah. Year. <laughs> my favorite experience of the year um, would probably be seeing Unhinged, um, and I say that because it was the first time back in theaters in like six months. And, I mean, I, obviously, I really loved the film. It was a really good film. It was a pretty solid film. I almost went Tenet just because Tenet was that movie. But Unhinged was that first time going back. Uh, movie theaters have always been that escape for me. And just being able to go there again, even with, for the short period of time that I did, you know, it was a fun movie. Um, and, yeah. I mean, easily unhinged because of the experience. Um, if we were talking about the worst experience of the year, it would definitely be watching. I'm thinking of ending things because it's one of the worst fucking movies no, that's ever been put out. I told I told but, them the worst um, experience
3: was not getting to see a quiet place. Tesla says hello. No, I
0: Tesla don't
4: want to say worst yes. experience. No, I'm so of negative.
0: Anything.
4: Well, I was gonna say ten. I didn't want to I, either. But. I lived uh, an hour away from a theater that actually projects uh, movies in IMAX on film, at least his ones. And I got to see Dunkirk on film in IMAX there. And I just kept waiting week after week. Cause we were going to try to make it with like one other person and then Regal shut down all their theaters. And now that one is permanently closed and we may never have an IMAX screen within driving distances of, it, of us again.
3: So. Yeah. That's a depressing story. On to the next one. I know. <laughs> Favorite easy watch.
1: Favorite heavy hitter? No. We have to do heavy hitter just to go with it. Because You're not we'll allowed to say I'm
2: thinking of ending things. Yeah, it's
1: it's so. not. It won't be. It won't be.
2: Okay, Eric gets to go first.
1: I don't even think I'm
4: thinking of anything things as a heavy hitter. I think it's kind of like a...
2: Easy watch for anyone paying attention?
3: Oh. No. I think it's trying to I think that's it's like your desire to ever watch Shit a movie fest. again.
2: Okay, Eric, what's your answer?
4: Uh, i yeah. think thinking of never being a, a fucking... Since I get to again. go first, Sound of Metal. Ooh. Which I've seen some people give some unfairly negative reviews of Sound of Metal, comparing it to other indie dramas and things like that, but I, I was knocked out. Like I loved it. I loved it, too. Mm-hmm.
2: Lead and supporting actor wins. Check yes. Out.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna go. I'm thinking of anything. I'm gonna go soul. It's a good one. And Should
2: have been your number one.
1: And it almost was.
3: It briefly was. Myth. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm gonna okay. go with the uh, rebuilding uh, paradise. Fox. I remember uh, when I booted that one up. I was watching a screener when we were in bed and it was at night and I thought, oh, I'll watch the first part of this and come back to it later. And after the, you know, for those of you that haven't seen a documentary about um, the town of Paradise, California, which was destroyed in fires in late 2018, I just remember early on, this guy, they had footage of this dad who had a phone in there, and you can hear his son in the background saying, Dad, are we going to burn to death? And I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to sleep anytime soon. yeah but importantly, I was watching the screener without headphones, and my wife heard that as she was trying to go to sleep and flipped over with a look of seething rage and asked me what I thought I was watching.
2: Oh, it's so sad.
3: But... There's some hopeful aspects. It's just about the time you think you've gotten to like this hopeful part. There's a twist um, that was almost equally gutting. Yep. I, it was it was amazing, but amazingly intense.
1: Mm-hmm. Best thing Ron Howard did all year. Yes.
2: Um, I'm gonna go with something that's on HBO Max. So if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Uh, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, it was one of the last movies I saw in theaters, but I rewatched it when it was added to HBO. And like, it's just so good. And I can't believe that's, um, shit, I forget her name, but the lead actress, I can't believe- Sydney,
1: Sydney Flanagan.
2: Yeah, I can't believe it's like her first performance, just so good. And like, I, the whole movie is so good. And obviously that the titular scene, is so good and it's obviously really hard to watch but it's just such a great movie and she should be in the best actress
4: consideration
3: i think now we have to make the video of this available just because he changes his
4: name every five minutes (laughs) i can't can't, and i have to explain why afterwards i I need to say uh, so
2: um please kill me what was your favorite heavy hitter of
0: the year? (laughs) the father easily not even fucking close nothing's even remotely close to it it's one of the biggest train wrecks of a movie i've ever watched in my entire life and it's crazy to me that i had a lasting effect on me because it's something that i've never dealt with in my entire life so anthony hopkins gives one of the greatest performances i've ever seen in a movie um it's just extremely heartbreaking it's transitioning so... over to favorite easy watch
4: wait eric had something oh it's, it's all, it's all right. right it's all right I don't want to cut off. Our ahead,
3: with the issues.
4: I'm so curious to see the father because of the wildly different take on the exact same concept of I'm thinking of ending things. And you guys like hate that movie, but everyone kind of like universally loves the other one. I'm like, so curious, like,
0: it's
4: like, anyways. Okay.
0: Okay. That's why I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Transitioning over to favorite easy watch. I'm gonna, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what else to say to that. Sorry. Transitioning over to favorite easy watch for me. I've watched this movie four times now, and it's Promising Young Woman.
2: Um, easy watch?
0: Um,
3: it's it's like watch
1: I've ever content, seen you know?
0: because it's, it was a takedown, it's a comedy. Uh, pieces of garbage. But that's so,
3: the whole thing at times. it is. Yes. I love Like it, one so. of the best comedies of the year, with some of that, some of the dialogue in the. Background. At times, I'm thinking ending things
1: is one of the best comedies of the year. The Zemeckis, the Zemeckis oh shout God, out was the I, funniest I thing in the entire year.
4: Why are we talking about? I'm thinking of ending things again. <laughs> On accident. So, um, who's next?
3: You go. Uh, yep.
4: Uh, Palm Springs.
3: Oh.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> oh, no,
3: now we're going to get the movie again.
1: Do it. Uh, are you done, Eric? I'm done. Nope. It what is Paul Springs. Yeah, The easiest, you... best... Another mediocre just... movie. We okay, the the entire easy year. Watch.
2: Easy watch, watch. watch.
1: Hour and a anyway, half. Watched next. it five times.
2: Next.
3: I'm going to go with uh, Trolls World Tour which was one Ooh. of the first big VOD releases. We rented it, um, you know, for all of our nieces and nephews and stuff. I was not expecting a ton, but, I, you know, I like Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake. Uh, you know, they do fun job with the voices. It's about as deep as a puddle, um, but it was kind of nice to just kick back and watch something that was a lighthearted spectacle.
2: Love it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with um, my favorite movie about boyfriends, Tenet. Tenet is
4: not an easy watch, are you kidding me? It's so
2: easy, just put it on, who cares? It's not like the plot will ever make sense to anyone. Like it's not. There's
4: always two levels with Christopher Nolan's things. Yeah, it's just there. A basic hero, beat the villain, stop the bomb, clock. Yeah, that's all it is. And then if you want to get into following chronology and all that kind of stuff.
2: If I just want to watch a movie about two boys stopping a Russian bad guy, it's there. It's there with a great score. All right, best performance. Who wants to go first?
4: Eh, eh. Eric. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tom Holland for the devil all the time. And that is just because it's so against type, having to pull something with that tone. Um, I think there are a, a lot better performances for sure. But as far as someone having to, having to perform and not be them and really stretch and do that, like, you know,
2: it's a good choice. Uh Jacob.
3: Well, do the, it. Ricky's not here. Do it.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go Jesse Buckley from "I'm Thinking of Ending Things" right. solely because there were literal scenes. I came back. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Look. Only because there are little scenes where, scene by scene, she's changing her entire character, what she wears, how she acts, basically everything about who she is has to do it so well. She gives, like, the, I mean, I know that you people don't like the car scenes, but in the car scenes, she just sits there and gives, like, amazing monologues the entire time. Um, so, yeah, it's Jesse Buckley.
2: All um, right. I'm, I'm dependent coach. on Matthew Fox for giving this a good answer in addition I mean, to Eric's.
3: There's only one answer and it's uh, Carrie Mulligan in Promising Young Woman.
2: Yes. We love it. It's so good. Do you think I'll she'll Do you think she's getting a nomination?
3: I think she'll get a nomination, but because the Academy always screws everyone. Uh, she probably won't win.
2: I understand that.
3: Will probably be Meryl Streep for prom, being <laughs>
1: on. Oh, Well, I don't think she's that far off. They love oh they love some street.
2: Okay, that's not happening while I live on this planet. Um, my so who's favorite chase. What I going know,
4: to I feel like
0: <laughs> No,
2: um, yeah, I'm going there to chase Tom Cruise. Um. Uh, so sad my... because
4: Ricky looks so sad. Wait,
2: Ricky, go. who's your favorite performance?
4: Uh, it's going to be
1: Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Ooh. Let's see what he says. It's a little delayed. It's coming in. I'm going to go
0: Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, only because I went... Only because... The only because I went uh, with the father as the heavy hitter, I was trying to make it diverse a little bit, but I, I don't know. Between that and Anthony Hopkins, those are the two best performances of the year, hands down. It's not even really remotely close. Anybody that says that Jesse Buckley's performance is better than Carrie Mulligan's performances shouldn't be reviewing films, so. Uh,
2: I'm going to defuse this bomb, and give you my favorite performance of the year. It was actually the last new movie that I saw in 2020 right on the like right on the buzzer. Um Mass Mickelson in another round. I, First off, oh leaving my husband God, yes. for him. He's beautiful. Second <laughs> off, second off, I love seeing him not as a villain. Like please stop casting him as a villain. It's super annoying and like he's better than that. And he's so delicate and intricate and I don't know, even when like he wasn't speaking and he just had facial expressions, I knew exactly what was happening. And that last scene and the final shot, beautiful. Yes. Um, all movies could learn something from this movie. I don't know why this movie isn't in discussion for anything else. Like what's going I- on?
4: Yeah. I think that people, like, was catching on to it. It like blew up right the, at the end of the year. Because it
2: was available to rent on iTunes mm-hmm. the last week I and mean, that's how I saw it.
4: Well, and then there's the whole Wonder Woman thing going around. So, it's getting like all kinds of attention, negative, positive, whatever, you know.
2: Yeah. I it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so our final category is a favorite moment of 2020. Who wants to kick it off? Eric?
4: Um, I don't know how sentimental <laughs> you want to get. Because, um, like, does it have to do with what kind of ca- does it have to be movies? Or does it have nope,
1: just like anything. anything, anything that happened in 2020?
4: All right. I got I got one directly related to the podcast and I got one not directly related to the podcast. Um one of them is gonna be my child because it's my first child. He's he gets two you're solidly, so older, you know, infallible. Yeah. Um so that um, should have been number one Fuck the podcast.
3: I, I learned he that he did uh, make it number one. He said first.
1: Okay, yeah.
4: <laughs> um I learned that if I say gallop while skipping around the room holding him. He like freaks out and thinks it's the best thing ever. And then when I stop, he'll like kick his legs and make it like go again. That's (laughs) so cute. Yeah, best thing ever. um, The second one was um, that first thing of being invited to join watch parties and just starting to get to know people and everybody, leading up to Ricky inviting me to be a regular on here. As much of a mistake as he thinks that is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that uh, was the best
1: probably
2: that's so cute um we know jacob can't follow that up but he has to
1: oh mine's just gonna be mine was just gonna be meeting all you guys and starting the network with ricky and um being able to do these and actually you know interacting with more people uh when it comes to the site when it comes to um all the different podcasts and all the different things we started doing um and everything like that. I mean, the whole getting the call from Ricky, having him kind of go through his situation and telling me like, hey, this is what I want to do. Are you in? Um, that was probably one of my biggest moments of the year.
2: That's sweet. I mean, not as sweet as Eric's, but whatever.
1: No.
4: No, it's uh, exciting though. He's <laughs> energy. I like, I get it. He's, he's-
2: this would have been really funny if this was all being said while Ricky's named said, like, fuck
1: Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> changed it to Eric
3: Cut the Wire.
2: So. Uh, okay. Matt Fox, what you got?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think doing the network and getting to meet everyone and new creative outlets, it's been, a, it's been a very big blessing the last, uh, you know, six months. Um, something I'll always remember. In terms of, like, big events, I would say one of my favorite memories from 2020 was we got to finally go see Star Wars World and ride Rise of the Resistance uh, with family. We were some of the last people to get to go to Disneyland before it closed. Oh, my
2: God. That's so
3: cool. We, we went Mar- very... Martin Luther King Day week.
2: Oh, my gosh. It, you know,
3: it closed at the end of February and has never reopened. So
2: That's crazy. Wow. Um, for me. I don't think anything personal happened for me. I had a really cool Oscars party that was, like, really fun. And it turned into, like, super fun because Parasite won. It was really crazy. Um, I guess that's a personal achievement that Parasite won Best Picture. Um, And then joining the site and joining the podcast and getting to have an outlet to write about Willem Dafoe being hot. It's been really nice. And I have so many new friends, and by friends, I mean, like, everyone here and all these random people I talk to on Twitter. So,
3: <laughs> Wasn't your moment of the year, that photo of Ben Affleck in his Dunkin' Donuts order on the last day of the year?
2: You know, yes and no. Like, it's crazy they gave us that on 1231.20. Like, the timing was just magnificent. But also, I feel really bad for him as a Britney Spears fan. I know, and a Princess Diana fan. I know what paparazzi do, and I can understand his hatred for them. So yes, I love the content, but I hate it for his personal expense. And Ricky, your favorite moment of 2020? Having internet?
0: Too soon. <laughs> oh,
4: Eric! Wasn't there just telling us he was off? We just, Eric, what's you were telling
3: us?
1: No, we just <laughs> created a
4: gauntlet of praising the energy and like the, the, the what Br- Ricky brought into like everyone's life last year just to like shit on him, like right at the end. You know,
3: co- now he knows it comes from a place of love before there it might have it. been on the fence. <laughs>
1: <sighs> okay, the delay is going on.
3: All right. I just, He's are you
1: guys.
0: I don't even know if what I'm saying can be heard. I don't yes. I don't really know. I don't really I don't I don't even know.
3: We can hear you. It's so delayed,
0: you. like everybody's lips are moving. Um I, I don't even know. But obviously, obviously getting to know each and every one of you has been uh, has been amazing. Uh launching the network was a dumbass idea in the middle of a pandemic, but it's been uh It's been a pleasure uh, getting to know each and every one of you guys throughout the year. We had an insane year. I don't even know how to explain the year that we had. It was stupid. And this delay is, like, really weird because you guys are talking. I'm talking, and your faces are like, is he talking? And this is terrible. So, yeah, I don't even know. I
1: love you guys. Also, I really love the internet. And I really – Well, you know, Eric was saying if you would have paid for it this this month – Y'all quit putting (laughs) that on me. (laughs) Hey, that's what Eric was saying. That's what Eric was telling us. Don't you put that on me, T. Barry.
2: All right. Anybody want to add anything to 2020 before we sign off?
3: I thought Um, we could get Langford's Corner. Yeah, Langford's
4: Corner. Son of a bitch. Okay.
3: All right. Just tell us your
4: favorite that you were going to do. All right. Here's the rundown. You guys, I was so, like, embarrassed about, like, how my taste in music is so informed by just watching movies that it's, like, it's trash to most of the world. Except for, like, people, People, I think, sometimes think it's cool to hate on the White, Stripe, White Stripes, but I think... No, love
0: them.
1: Yeah. I have a- We got a record in the living room. So, my albums were
4: Florence and the Machine, Ceremonials, mm-hmm. um, yeah. then White Stripes, Get Behind Me, Satan, and then the Glitch Mob, Love, Death, and Immortality and then uh, but i only had one song and it's uh, cells by the servant and if you don't know what that is it's the trailer that plays the song that plays in the trailer for sin city the first one um so that's like i should not have listened to it as long without replacing it with a favorite i guess i don't know but anyways um tv i had i got to i got to go back and undo all the edits i did to the page in desperation <laughs> um click click, click blah, 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 blah.
1: That's so funny. He thought we were just doing best of all time.
4: I
2: love the white stripes.
4: Oh no, I guess those are all the same. Lovecraft Country, Haunting of Bly Manor, and then uh, Watchmen, and then Barry, because um, I kind of thought it was like more recent or whatever. Uh, then a uh, season of television show, True Detective season one, Dexter season four. I and thought
2: here- you were gonna say season two, and I
4: was like, Lord no. <laughs> Wait, Dexter or or true detective season? True detective. Good <laughs> gosh, no. I didn't even bother. Like, no, it's terrible. Yeah. The, um, Daredevil season three. Um, then episode of a TV show. Cheers, the series finale. Yes. Sherlock season two, episode three, the Reichenbach Fall. Uh, Daredevil season two, episode three, New York's Finest. And Dexter, I don't even remember all the content of this, but in season seven, there's a random episode called Argentina where he thinks about like, for the first time what his goals in life would be um and that was like a thing uh, sports moment i was gonna say that bit from creed where he thinks of apollo and it like jolts him awake oh, okay oh my God. yeah yeah
3: yeah
4: <laughs> so i was gonna cheat and just dive back into movies. um favorite movie watching experience was the same um Easy watch was the nice guys. Yes. Heavy hitters were Fruit, were Fruitvale Station, Atonement, and Grave of the Fireflies. Okay. And then best performance was just for the first movie, just for Curse of the Black Pearl, was going to be Johnny Depp. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: you pick out of all performances ever.
4: Well, the, it's a difference. The- but there's a difference between I think like a performance where someone really stretches emotionally like in something like The Father, and when somebody is putting on kind of a show, a performance that's unlike the reality, show. that kind of thing. And- For
2: that, I wonder what I would pick. Probably still, Paul Daynell in anything.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't know what the hardest hitting emotional performance for me was, so I just went with the one that was the most like how far did someone have to stretch? And it's like Johnny Depp for all of whatever people's opinions are in that movie was just like, like, am I allowed to do whatever I want? And they just let him stretch it a bit farther and a bit farther and a bit farther. And it's like an icon that hit as big as anything, you know, like it's, it's a, it's a whole deal, but specifically in the first movie where the character is written as something that's not what he made. Like there are so many different little nuances and and like you they clearly cast him because they thought they were casting him as like a like a sex icon or something like that. Yeah and he just went and tried and, and he there's like little bits of that where he you know. Um so that was it. That was all my differences.
1: So a little
2: different than 2020, but yeah.
1: at this- least all in the relative like last 20 years. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ugh. All right, guys. Let everyone know where they can find you on Twitter. Jacob?
1: Uh, find me on Twitter at Tberry57.
2: Matthew Fox?
3: At Nighthawk7734.
2: Eric? Uh,
4: at High Contrast FLM.
2: See, I didn't go in an order. Anybody thought I was going to go in. You're welcome. That's okay. You can follow me at Ken um, Make sure you leave us a five-star review for this five-star episode. Bye guys.